listening to Free Talk with Mr. B. And it is Sunday. If it's Sunday, it's Free Talk with Mr. B. And we're going to put Detra on. And you can see it's Free Talk with Detris. And no, Detra. She, she I told was wondering me about that. if you were going to remember that. No, I just, just now this minute remember is Deidre, and I wrote D-E-E-E-E-E, just to remember. Exactly. It's, it's literally pronounced Deidre and not Deidre. She's such a superhero. Thank you. So we have the superhero on, and it's uh, her turn, so take it away, Deidre. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Mr. B. Yes, thanks for, for all of you guys to be here today. We really missed you last week. I want to say that straight off the bat. Uh, but I'm so happy you're here for the discussion about superheroes. I mean, I think you, you guys and I kind of share uh, that generation that just there's something about superheroes that makes our hearts pump a little faster and we get excited. We're like, you know, there was something in our childhood that makes us sort of happy and excited when we hear the Superman music or we hear the Batman theme song come on and that sort of thing, right? Am I, am I, I, I can't be alone in that feeling. Um, <laughs> but I'm not sure about the generations that followed us. You know, they, they're kind of, the way they talk about it, it's like, ah, come on, that's kind of gone, you know, but... And while movie ticket sales might reflect that they're a little skeptical and they kind of like the, the concept of the anti-hero a little more, I think that what I, from what I've read, comic book sales have, have, if anything, shot up, like shot through the roof. So, what do you guys think? I think, <clears throat> I think you're onto something. Uh, I do think the the younger audience these days is not enamored as much with superheroes as we were back, especially when we were kids. Um, the, the big movie sales numbers for superheroes movies is probably not uh, millennials and youngers. It's boomers like us. Uh, and Gen hey, X we're and Gen not y. boomers. Our parents were boomers for one thing. We're Generation X. Thank you. Yeah, very Gen much. X. <laughs> you speak for yourself. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mr. B. I forgot we have a boomer on board. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we're not boomers by just one year, though. Um, but um, but yeah, I, you know, today I think there's just so much information overload that you know back when were younger uh entertainment was where you found it uh and normally it was outdoors you know playing in the woods or you know yeah. on your big wheel you know riding yeah. around uh, totally. <laughs> nowadays uh and the internet and 24-hour tv and several hundred tv channels there's always something on tv to watch and i don't think that the uh you know, reading and comic books and graphic novels uh, just don't have the appeal that, you know, instant entertainment on the internet has today. And that's kind of where, you know, we kind of latched on superheroes because we were, you know, looking for adventure um, and, you know, reading adventures and uh, comic book adventures every month when they came out, you know, we looked forward to it. Um, nowadays, it's just, 
meh, you know, yeah, I can yeah. go find something else. Yeah. So we're spoiled for choice a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think that that's a very valid point. What do you think, Richard? Um, yeah, I I remember watching uh, Batman on the TV back in the 60s. Now that dates me. Maybe I'm a boomer then. Um, and we used, <laughs> we used to talk about it and reenact it at school the next day. Um, and I mean, I was at, uh, at primary school. I was about, I don't know, I was six, seven, eight years old, I guess. Um, and I, I don't know now, certainly when my children were at school, they didn't do that sort of thing, uh, as far as I can remember, because as you say, there was so much else that they could they could watch. Um, I saw the first Superman movie in 1978 with Christopher Reeve. And to be honest, it, it blew me away with the, the special effects at the time, were, were, were oh, something yeah. amazing. And the, the cinema was packed. <laughs> we had to queue to get in. And I don't know, I haven't been to, to see a, a, a superhero movie for, for quite some time. Um, I wonder now if perhaps some of the franchises haven't been done to death with uh, so many sequels and offshoots and it becomes a bit confusing and unless you keep up with it all. Um, I wonder if, if it's not a bit too much of an overload and perhaps we just need to start looking at something else instead. Right, right. <laughs> what do you think, Mr. B? Well, the article, I agree with sh- that, the article you shared with us was asking like, um, or right away illustrating the fact that our superheroes dead and and if we have a pocket of kryptonite killing them off, what is the kryptonite? Was it really the lack of interest or was it really the internet? Or was it really um, cinematography, which is nowadays so many amazing things can be done. So it becomes super real. And so yeah. the question is, what's, what's, what's killing off the superhero that we knew and what's replacing them? Because I don't think um, there's a lack of superheroes. <laughs> I think it's just a different set of superheroes that we didn't know before or that every one of the comic book characters were like, oh, wait a minute, who was that? You know, if if there was another guy that's turning into ice, I couldn't remember who that was. And so I would watch the movie until I see if I can relate to the the DC comic or the other comic, which character, which character that really was, you know? So I don't think my pocket is full of kryptonite. I just think I'm looking from a different perspective now. You know what? I think, you know, when you said finding something to relate to, that was probably the key phrase. I mean, just like Richard said, when you guys were little, you used to reenact scenes, you know, from the the, the TV shows and the movies and everything. And I know Roddy and I used to pretend all the time, you know, I mean, we when we played, we would pretend to be superheroes and we would pretend to be, you know, knights in shining armor on our bicycles, you know, riding like they were horses and we we're drawing our swords and stuff like that. I mean, we we played and we had imagine, you know, our imagination was outside and yeah, but now it's it's totally different. So I think to stand out, superheroes now have to be flawed. What do you think? I mean, that's they a have, very, have to have some kind of. I'm going to say it real quick. That's a very good term because we need flaws to relate to humankind. And you have a superhero who can do things that there's no way I can do that. Then you're not going to associate your mind with him or her. <laughs> exactly. What's that new superhero um, now? There's a, a moon, the moon knight or something moon like night. that. Yeah. He's like, he has multiple personality disorder, does he not? I mean, <laughs> yeah. so, 
mean, I think that's a good example. What do you think? I mean, this guy is totally pulling off superhero, you know, magic and 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 stunts and 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 feats and all, but he has many personalities that he's doing this under. And he's also being manipulated in some ways by the darker forces. So it's all kind of more gray now. It's not as black and white as it used to be. Like, yeah. Anyway. Well, you know, Moon Knight really has been around uh, since the 70s, as I recall. Really? And yeah. Oh, and, and, you know, even, even <laughs> back then, though, I don't think too much emphasis was put on the disability <laughs> aspect of it uh back then you know it was it was um you know he was he was a superhero he had you know he was basically <laughs> possessed by a spirit of a former cia operative oh. um so it was you know it was really just to you know build him up into the normal superhero trope that people back then were identifying with nowadays just to get someone interested i think that's why they kind of play on the flaws so that more people can identify especially the younger generation you know where you know flaws are accepted and you know elevated and you know they they really uh, have a sympathy for those kind of things or an empathy and uh, I think that's why we're starting to see a lot of superheroes that have these disabilities like Daredevil he's blind yes. um, and quite quite a few of the other uh, like the Netflix series when they were doing some of the Marvel superheroes um, you know one was a former convict one is an alcoholic one is you know blind uh that they all have some sort of flaw that people kind of latch on to uh to make them i don't know like them more or just pay attention exactly. more. right more relatable maybe and like and that's the one i think you come into my like, mind yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> because one one expression i hear my son say a lot you know for like say writing the perfect female character like say wonder woman you know she might be seen as a mary sue that's that's a have you heard that as writers you guys i mean a mary sue character is like a perfect female character there's absolutely nothing wrong with her zero flaws she's perfect in every possible way always in a good mood always sparky happy energetic powerful always on the side of right never gets tempted by the wrong so i think characters like that have become boring now right. that's why they named her a mary sue and i forgot what the name of the boy character would be for that the larry stew or something like that <laughs> if zabdella was here he could tell me <laughs> yeah but you know it's not just it's not just comics either um and you know tv series even in books yeah. and uh graphic novels and even video games um <clears throat> you know you're starting to see more characters that that have disabilities but also alternate lifestyle characters you know like same-sex couples and yeah. you know uh you know uh lgbta and all of this is now pretty much in modern literature modern video games and it is almost expected now uh yeah. so it, it, it's good to to reflect 
to reflect more on on the makeup of society as opposed to having one person who's maybe from somewhere else or has something that sets him apart it's someone that you you can um you can hear a worship but can you relate to sure so exactly. to have someone that, yeah. that could be the person living next door makes it a lot more feasible and a lot more relatable yeah. um, right. and probably provides a better source of, of entertainment because it is more meaningful now everyone can see everything all the time so there's a lot less mystery involved and a lot you've got to be work a bit harder to to make something interesting yeah right uh, one thing i do like is the um the, what's called the secondary or, or junior character um <laughs> are being highlighted more in, in what, I, what yeah. i observe because I was like, I saw a program the other day. It was uh, the movie was about Kato? Was Kato the um, one of the characters in, in Green Hornet? The, in the Green Hornet. The green and Hornet. so the whole yeah. the whole thing was about the the dynamic and the power and abilities and the skills of Kato. And I'm like, <laughs> wait a minute, who was supporting who? <laughs> you know, was Robin the real the real hero that was supporting Batman? <laughs> you know, was Kato the real the real guy? Was the the junior people was um um was it uh, it's same? Oh gosh, I almost want to forget in a, either a Bonanza or um the one who rode the horse. You know, who was really the 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 one the giving the full support? The Lone Ranger and the Lone Ranger and Tonto. Lone what Ranger, was, yeah. You know, so if you keep pulling Tonto, out Tonto's right. story, you might realize, oh my God, he was the one of the real heroes there. Yeah. Whereas <laughs> the sidekick is usually the real hero. Sidekicks <laughs> are great people to write, actually. If you can invent a, a good sidekick for your main character, they they're a wonderful a wonderful foil and a wonderful source of of, of inspiration. Mm -hmm. For, for the main man and as as, as you said just now it's hard to tell sometimes who is the sidekick and who's the hero right and so in in, in our modernity in 2022 um or whatever year they start changing over in some aspect or bringing things to modern television i felt that that too shows that certain heroes didn't die because it make us now as the audience start looking to question who really is the hero is it mom or dad? Is it Lone Ranger or Tonto? Is it Batman or Robin? We can we can question it and it brings to curiosity. It says, I don't think the heroes are dying and I don't think our pockets are full of kryptonite. I think we're expanding our perspective to see things differently. And, and that's what's going on. Who really are the hero? Right. And, I mean, that's my take, just Mr. B's take. And I think it's just, it's just somehow our perspective is looking and I would like to go back to, to my days and, and see if Tom, if, well, I always thought Jerry was absolutely the hero compared to Tom, <laughs> Tom and Jerry. <laughs> but but I, I like how it's, I like how it's going. And I don't want a hero here on earth to be so heroic when we have some local heroes in our own homes and in our own presence and, and can do things right. that we can do. If they do everything that we cannot do, then it's not her heroic, it's magic, or it's it's added ability or something. They're Mary Sue's, right? Right. Yeah. You just can't be so perfect, and you can't do it alone. That's the modernity of it, too. You can't do it alone. You need a psychic. You need help to accomplish all of yeah. those goals. So, yeah. everyone I think needs you bring help. up a great 
point actually because our society is so much more global now as well because of being connected all the time right. to other cultures countries you know even international content you know and books and and videos uh series on netflix i mean all the international content i mean we we really do think in a much more like expansive you know kind of way about this so it isn't just sort of a a cultural you know one-sided thing anymore but does it make you guys sad though honestly i mean sometimes when i think about it i mean i totally get it and i think we're right you know in our analysis of this but does it make you sad you know to think that maybe our kids are they missing something by not you know going outside and you know strapping a a cape around your back and pretending like you're a superhero with powers and everything and you're rescuing the people in danger and what do you guys think <laughs> yeah it really it it doesn't really make me sad and in in fact it kind of relieves me because you know back when I used to put on the cape I was usually jumping off the roof you know, <laughs> and, you know and, and nowadays I wouldn't want my kids or grandkids you know emulating what I did when I was a kid playing that playing like I was a superhero but, but still you know it, it's good to promote imagination in children yeah, gosh, and yes. i don't think that you know the entertainment that they consume on a daily basis on the internet or netflix or uh the disney channel i don't think that that gives them the same um creativity and fulfillment that that we had but then again that could just be my perspective i mean maybe it is but i just don't see how that fulfills you know their creativity or their imagination um, right. just watching the same reruns over and over on netflix there's a danger of, of of seeing everything and then not actually wanting to go and try and do anything because you've seen it done mm -hmm. Exactly. You know, that, that reminds me of a saying that I heard somebody, heard, heard a, a character say in a recent series I watched, you know, about the French before the French Revolution, the French aristocrats. And there was a character that literally said, I can't remember the last time I was hungry, you know. So, I mean, do you enjoy eating if you're never hungry? You know, do you enjoy, I mean, is, does food taste as sweet? Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, maybe that's why, like, when we were little, we we didn't really have all these choices. And like you said, Rodney, we, you know, we, we didn't have that much to do. <laughs> so we had to come up with our own stuff. So yeah. when we had a chance to go stand in queue, like Richard said, to see Superman, you know, the original movie and have our minds blown away, you know. It was all we could think about for weeks after that, you know, and we would come up with our own ideas maybe for pretend games and, you know, other characters that could be like Superman's best friends and stuff like that, you know, and our little, our kids, while they may not be in danger, you know, <laughs> I get that too, by the way, I totally get that. I don't know, it feels like they're sort of like those fancy aristocrats and they're, they're talking about how they're not ever hungry because they have so much yeah. oh no well, i must conclude that the superhero and superheroism is not dead and no and that i 
I don't, I don't want to undo what we experienced, but I do not want to redo what the kids today are experiencing. And I love being a kid having nothing but imagination, but I don't know how to perceive nowadays because I, I just always thought I don't want to have it any other way. I think things happen the way they're supposed to happen in the time that they're supposed to happen. Maybe, right. maybe we're supposed to be indoors playing in a video game with a bunch of kids now, and we couldn't before, but the world has changed so much. I mean, so many weird things happen in school and, and so many dangers and so much, so much. And I think instead of seeing superheroes, I became one. <laughs> I just have to sit here and see if anyone will show up. And, if the grandkids will show up and appreciate my heroism. Um, but just, just you know, I would not have it any other way than we had it. So. No, I agree with you there. I think that is a good way to conclude, you know, our our discussion on this. It is. It is what it is, and you know we change with the world. And what can we do? You know, I mean, we uh, our parents had to accept that we were different. We were a different generation, and they literally had nothing. We seemed like we were spoiled for choices back then to them. So it's the same thing, I suppose, over and over. But um, I still think that there's nothing better than a great superhero story. <laughs> They'll <laughs> continue is, uh, to inspire for generations to come. And, and, and I'm very glad that you write some of those. I'm very glad that Richard and and, and uh, I'm glad that you guys are on because it, it gives outlets for the imagination in other ways. Your, your books inspire. Your video games are just amazing, and I I watched a movie recently where I couldn't immersive. tell. Immersive. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't tell which part of it was animation and which part was real. I was like, oh my gosh, the cinematography is amazing how they mixed the two, and it's, and so it's so real now. Gosh, it's it's wonderful. But those are new imaginations and and new playgrounds and new superheroes in new ways and, and I'm very excited for that and uh, I'm excited to be alive in a time where I can see all that personally. <laughs> that is true, that is true. So that's, yeah, that's great. All right, well, thank you so much, you guys. I mean, I suppose we're that, that unless you guys have anything else to say about superheroes, anything else? I mean, it, it was a wonderful time to be, to be a kid though. I mean, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And, um, I still say it was a great time to be a kid, and if I had to choose, you know, another time in life to be a child, I don't think I would have chosen today. I would have chosen exactly when I was born. And, that, and that's my point. I don't want to grow up. I, I will yeah. stay at Toys R Us too. Well, I haven't, I haven't stopped. I still read my comic book collection. Right. Oh, me too. <laughs> How about you, Richard? Have you grown up yet? Uh, I've still got some of the um, some of the old comic books from uh, from my childhood downstairs, and uh, every now and again I have a flick through and, and wallow in the nostalgia. It's it's wonderful, isn't it? Yep. Doesn't it take oh, you yeah. straight back? It does. <laughs> every I'm, single I'm seven time. again. Yeah, yes. and, and it's great. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome, and I think that's something about us is. We're, that's what makes people like us all sort of kindred spirits because there's something about us that can we can dial back to that time and draw from that imagination and come up with these wonderful new creations, these stories and video game ideas and, and fantastic books. 
Yeah. And, and I don't do exactly that, but I try and get people to talk about it. I think as we get older, our heads are full of what Richard has, full of what Rodney has, full of what you have. And I want people to, to come and just say it all. I don't want you to perish with it in your head. Just come and talk about it. And so it's really, really a joy for me. And maybe I'm selfish. It's really a joy having you guys on Free Talk with Mr. Speak and Free Talk with Deidre Stevenson. Oh, thank you. He said it right. Woo-hoo. All right. Until next week. I was going to say, shall we wrap it up then? Yes. So, so we'll yes, see you until guys. next yes. week, uh, free talk. Oh, we never know who's going to do it. Me or Mr. B. Shall we? <laughs> who's going to wrap it up? <laughs> Shall it be me this time? Or do you want to go? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So see you next week then. And don't forget to uh, share the link and, and, and watch and subscribe to YouTube to Mr. B's channel. Take care, everybody. Bye. Thank you. We want to thank everyone for listening. This is Mr. B on Free Talk with Mr. B. For your comments, see us on Facebook. Follow us. Also on Instagram. Follow us. Please send any inquiry to email Mr. B at freetalkwithmrb.com or Go online, www.freetalkwithmrb.com. We thank you and look forward to you again when we come on this week, next week, and every Sunday on Free Talk with Mr. B.